Going for a run today felt amazing. Yeah? Yeah. Felt your titties flying in the wind? My, <laughs> my All of them? <laughs> All of them? <laughs> no, I was wheezing. Came back up the stairs like, <gasps> I'm gonna take a shower. <gasps> Knees weak, arms are heavy, super sweaty. <laughs> All in a sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. Katie's spaghetti, but yeah, <laughs> close. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Dicey D20. My name is Noah, Dungeon Master, and I'm joined here by our players. We have Dabbledob Doppet, the gnome wizard. How's it going, Dabbledob? Fan-fucking-tastic. Fantastic. Fantastic. I've had, uh, You're always first. Yeah, always well, goes to you first. The leader is oh, wait. swaggy. Want to know a fun fact as well? Yes. He's never said Dabbledob without saying Gregory next. Or yeah. Gregory oh. Dabbledob. It's always, uh, it's always the two. Split them up. Split them up. Split them up. When you start with somebody there, you, you do both of them, and then you do both of us. Yeah, because that's the way it should be. <laughs> that's the way it should be, typically. But you know what? Just because you guys are throwing a wrench in the plans, Fievel Mausentrop. I said I was fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you just throw me down the fucking it, pipe like that. Go, well, you want to talk about it? Yeah, I want to fucking talk about okay, it. well then let us know. <laughs> I was yeah. fucking fantastic. You were. And now... And now you're not. Depression. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So quickly. Uh, this is why I drink. <laughs> it's, like Heisen, but it's the Blapples. <laughs> His entire central nervous system is doused in apple and, and beer. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> We're also joined by Fievel Mazentrop. Fievel, how's it going, my friend? I am doing good. Ready to get back to my 64 wolves and our trek up this horrible mountain. Horrible mountain. Gotcha. Mountain? It's horrible. How many wolf? A wolf died on this mountain. <laughs> uh, it may have been by my doing, but it doesn't matter. How's it going, Tyson McKay, the planeswalker extraordinaire, the man that everyone knows, loves, and respects, ultimately. How are you doing? Wow. That was the best things. intro you've ever given me. Tyson McKay is possibly my favorite character on the podcast. He's smart, he's witty, he's funny, he's good-looking, he's always... You know, quick with a joke, slow to anger. Best kind of guy out there. Nice. Tyson McKay, you've had an interesting couple of episodes. How are you doing today? Good, man. Um, you know, I don't know if I did much last episode. It's kind of a blur. I just mm. wrote on Chomper and then wrote on Wolves. I'm kind of concerned about chafing at this point. Mm. I gotcha. <laughs> you don't bring baby powder on every adventure? No, no. Just babies. Just <laughs> easy and it's you, Fox. <laughs> we are also joined by Rogar. Rogar Ragnack. Fucking Christ. He's back. <laughs> He's back. Rogar? We're also joined by Greg Rock, the Destroyer, the Warforged. Greg Rock, how are you, my dude? Uh, I was going to say I'm doing well, and then Dabble Dub sounded all depressed. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm so a, little, a little, I'm a little bummed about that. You know, I want to cheer the guy up. Now you're but, thrown out of sorts, eh? Yeah, you know, like this. My my partner in crime is not is not feeling up to the challenge. You it's... don't have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about. We're talking about Dabble Dub. 
Uh, Tyson McKay raises a valid point. Do you have emotions? Um, yeah, I, I think he does because, Just like, horny. why it's, would we have stuck together yeah, for so like, long? I, it's one of those like I have emotions, Ooh. but I don't really like ever show them, so people don't think I do. But I'm constantly like saving people's asses. So oh, you feel, you f- I, I feel deeply. I just I don't show it. Mm. Yeah, you wouldn't know. Thank you very much for joining us, players and listeners. We're going to get things kicked off with a nice, sweet recap of the past episode. Who would like to give us a recap for a toast? Do it. <laughs> nice. Ooh. Tyson McKay, pro bono. Love Hit it. it up. Pro Wait, bono. What was the XP? <laughs> what was the XP? <laughs> no, no. No, no, pro bono. You volunteered. <laughs> Tyson McKay, I'll, I'll hand you a toasty seven. Seven XP? Hundred. No, seven. No, he said seven. We got he it on tape. thousand. Cutting out the hundreds. Seven hundred. We'll give him seven hundred. That seems fair, right? Make it eight. Whoa. Six now. Congratulations. Yeah, there you go. That's better. (laughs) Six thousand. I'll live with it. Okay. Um, So, we are out of the pit on top of the top of the world. We had the moon thing. Moon ball thing. It's a key. (laughs) Amara's passed out. <laughs> Wait, an extra five hundred, or that's what I'm getting into. Dropping it. <laughs> oh, okay. you're, still, you're still at fifty-five. You're still at fifty-five. Go. <laughs> okay. And then we had a, a well, Dabbledob inspected Fievel's new sword mm-hmm. without consent. And then Fievel, me, and Gragrock had a very heated debate about whether we should just kill Amara. We didn't. Was that was that two episodes ago? No, that was the last, last episode. You guys fought the beetle because right? no, the whole time that I was inspecting the sword, those fucks were oh, about killing her while she was weak. Yeah, you guys have th- talked about killing her twice now. Should I be concerned? Probably. I, I'm concerned. You should always be concerned. Abs- absolutely not. <laughs> so yeah, well, you're you're on Amara's side now. You're sticking up for her. No, fuck, because she wants a drink for herself. <laughs> God damn it, Dabble Dabble. Are you with me or against me? Are you with me or against me? Or against me? <laughs> I wasn't involved in the conversation. Okay. <laughs> so, so Tyson, you guys were chatting about killing Amara. Yeah, we, we ended up not doing it. I forget why, but that was the, yeah. what we came to. So we flew off to the, the new island, the mountain one, the rock. Tolgrond? Correct. Hell yes. Oh. Hell Rondi. yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's an extra 100 experience points. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so we flew there. Dabbledob and Gregory got higher up because they're smaller. Chomper's useless as fuck. Not why we got higher. No, that we was why. We smaller. Pushed through. No, because we were you. We had magic, and you had actual like wings. Yeah, because you're flying on a on a Drake, on an oversized Drake, and Dabbledob was flying on me like Iron Man, shooting mm-hmm. through the night. Regardless, it did end up battering both of you to the point where, regardless of height, you both couldn't continue. No, I, I stopped because they wanted to rest, not because uh, <laughs> of the wind. Yeah, I could have kept going for Only sure. A yeah. Fucking deception check, please. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. That's a, that's a nat three. <laughs> natural three. You're a natural um, three. Nat three, by the way. You just say three. I know it's natural. No, that's, I, know. <laughs> I thought it was funnier to say nat three. <laughs> Yeah, so they got higher up the mountain, so Fievel and I had to get creative with how we get up the mountain. Fievel's strength is creativity, so he spawned 64 wolves, and uh, they carried us up. Well, I rode on one, Fievel lied down like a, a lead singer a at a fucking concert in the 90s. <laughs> Beyonce, plus 200 experience points for that. I was like, he was like, Fievel lied down, and I'm like, and I was like, where's he going with this? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Yeah, and then we rode them up the hill, 
past Davidov and Gregory. Basically gave him the finger and kept going. We ended pretty much like you guys just decided to, to keep going and yeah. deciding to stay, but we're both at that landing still, I think. No, no, we're running. We're there, okay. A little bit Basket farther. at full speed. Yeah. <laughs> Basking at full speed, yes. They began to, to continue to move forward. I think that's where we left it off, though. Okay. So at this point, they might be 30 feet from Yeah, we eyes. can still see a couple wolves hanging at the back oh, of the Oh, no, pack. you can see a bunch of wolves. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, right, right. I was thinking about slaughtering a, like half the pack. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Wow. I cast wall of fire. Nature <laughs> <laughs> party conflict. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> Tyson and Kate, take your experience points. You definitely earned it. It was 7 down to 6, minus 100 plus 200. So, 700 again. <laughs> Congratulations. Just just take into consideration that I can one-tap all of your wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? I'm just putting it out there. I know they have 13 health, so I can one-tap them all. <laughs> Yeah, again, I mean, we're back to the same conversation I think we've had with Fievel for a while now. Why create 60 of something? 64. sucks. Okay, 64. Why create Why to create more than 50 of something that suck when you could create, like, 3 or 4 or 5 or even 10 like, of something that are dope? Could have made, like, one giant mountain goat and you guys be at the top already. <laughs> a mountain goat? Come on. <laughs> Dude, giant you mountain goat? Mountain goats, man? I love giant goats. Drake's the best. <laughs> Minus 200. <laughs> 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 Do we have any questions, comments, or concerns before we begin? Also, thank you, Tyson McKay, for the for the recap. Yeah, I'm concerned about the group's stability. Okay. <laughs> Are you doing anything to, I don't know, like, help that out? No, I think two or three episodes ago I tried to kill everyone. So. <laughs> Hi, my name's Tyson McKay. I like to drop my fellow travelers down 80-foot holes. I like to create walls of fire of a party. And honestly, if I get a chance, I'm going to kill Amara. <laughs> It's been six hours since my last team kill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so no questions, comments, or concerns, aside from Tyson McKay's concern about the party's health. I'd say that was concern. Comment. Okay, Tyson McKay's commenting on the party's health. I'm exactly. excited about it. <laughs> excited about it. Yeah, <laughs> okay, way different tone. Yes, Davidov, you have a question? Um, I, I think I know the answer. Okay. But if I turned into gaseous form, mm-hmm. would I just get... Fucking blown away by the wind. Correct. You are impacted by elemental forces. Okay. It would blow you harder than an Edmonton hooker. Okay. <laughs> cool. Plus 400 experience points. <laughs> E-Town reference. We're not from Edmonton, by the way, people. Okay, so we just lost all of Edmonton listeners. So, like what, sorry, two? Frank, you're... <laughs> you're done, buddy. Bye, bye, pal. Fuck you, Frank. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Let's get the show on the road. Yeah, let's go. Fantastic, let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with the Dicey D20. Last Happy we left... New Year. <laughs> hey, Chrysler. It's it's happy Chrysler on this show, okay? This is this is inclusive, goddammit. Last we left off, our adventurers were on the grand staircase underneath the shale rock ceiling, which has covered you guys, kept you guys safe from the battering winds upon Toll Grand. You guys found sanctuary and shelter in this large fissure, dropped down into it. This staircase made out of the stone of the mountain itself winds ever upwards into this expansive cavern, which goes out hundreds of meters, even further, you're not sure, in this entirely blacked out and dark cavern system with the stairs heading ever upwards towards the top of the mountain. You had rested upon a plateau, Dabbledob and Gregory, as well as Amara, to take some much-needed rest. You guys were recouping spell slots and abilities. Um, 
Howard Fievel and Tyson McKay riding their wolf carpet decide to continue to run upwards towards the top of the mountain. This is where we left off, and I leave it to you guys. Yeah, well, where's the brakes on these things? <laughs> oh my god. I I told them, you know, it usually goes by my mind, and I say stop, and now they're not listening to me. Oh, They've gone god. rogue. <laughs> yeah, well, roll me a perception check. These, these <laughs> no, I believe them. I, I believe them wholeheartedly. It's not about whether you You're believe them. Ethereal wolves conjured by your mind. They don't go rogue. Fievel knows things can't go rogue, so he has to roll a deception check. He's inherently lying. It must be must be Baxter getting into my brain. Okay, also a lie. There's no Baxter in your brain. I don't know about that at this point. That was a, that was a 13. I don't believe you. Well, he's up. <laughs> you do hear him screaming over the pitter-patter of the ethereal wolf's feet that the wolves, he's lost control and they've gone rogue. It's moderately convincing. You might need to clear out these excess wolves that are so rogue right now. <laughs> Stand up and charge immediately. <laughs> okay, Greg Rock's charging towards the wolves? No, no, I'm staying in Fair rest mode. All right, what would the team like to do? I got what, like... We just started. Five and a half time. hour, no, four and a half hours left to sleep? If you want to take a long rest, correct. Okay. Yeah, so we're, we're going to finish the rest and then keep going. Okay. Davidov needs spells. Amara needs life. <laughs> yeah, life. life. How so, are you? Got a life. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I'm so, 100%. So Davidov is conked out on the stone-cold plateau, the steps winding ever upwards uh, just a few feet from him. Gregory, you're in sentinel mode. Yeah. And Amara is sleeping as well. Fievel and our friend Tyson McKay, what would you guys like to do? Ride, baby, ride. Well, yeah, we got 40 minutes to milk out of these wolves. Let's uh, let's use up all the juice. Oh, God. Okay, I start milking. <laughs> no, Tyson, don't do it. It'll actually go rogue. Tyson's just under the wolf. Come on, come on. Tyson McKay, can you roll me a survival check to milk the wolves? You got it, buddy. Okay. <laughs> well, this is a serious thing. Uh, survival, Be, eh? be yeah. gentle. Uh, it's like, that's a four. You rip the nipple right off. <laughs> it's a four. It's a male wolf, not a female. <laughs> no, it's, a, <laughs> it's a. Give 14. me your milk. <laughs> oh, he'll, he'll give it to you, buddy. <laughs> you that's what she said. All right, let's go. Fourteen. Okay, Tyson McKay. As you are riding up these uh, these very treacherous steps with these wolves. Uh, your hands are wrapped underneath uh, the wolf underneath you, your hands upon its nipples, and ectoplasm-like milk is coming out of the ethereal wolf as you run. It's hard to you know, recognize how efficient this milking is, but it's happening. Milk is on your hands. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> I, I comfort the wolf. I say, shh, continue to, <laughs> continue to run. Start to sound like a snuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, these wolves aren't capable of really thinking. They just react to their environment. Um, but, Fievel, you are aware of the milking that's going on with your wolves. Are you, like, I say, does well, he feel it? Don't, don't <laughs> waste it. Uh, at least drink some of it. He <laughs> said drink some of it? Yeah, you can't just milk a wolf and not do anything about it. You have big old teas. <laughs> big old teas. I- Plus 100 experience points for big old teas. Um, hold, hold on. Can you drink milk from an ethereal conjured wolf? I don't know. I didn't even think you could milk that. But... <laughs> We're in okay. too deep. Fievel Mazentrov, what is the speed of these wolves? What is their, their movement speed? 40 feet. 
Okay. I'm going to do some math and figure out exactly in 40 minutes how far you can reach, how far up the mountain you can go. So they can move 7.5 times 40 every minute. They can move 300 feet a minute. That seems high. That seems like a lot. Oh, but it's true. Like, this is the math. Correct yeah, me if yeah, I'm no, wrong. No, I'm right. with you on the math, but that just seems like a lot. Yeah, 300 feet per minute sounds like a lot, right? But they're masking at full speed. <laughs> okay, 300 feet times 40, then. They can move 12,000 feet. 12,000 feet. So that's not enough to get there. We're going back down the mountain. Like, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> we'll, you guys get this one. We'll get the other one. We'll meet you at the prison. <laughs> Fantastic. So I have exactly where you guys reach marked down. For the next 40 minutes, Tyson McKay and Fievel Mausentroff, you ride the ethereal wolves through the massive chambers and caverns along the staircase. Uh, about 10 minutes into your ride, the staircase curves left quite hard and reduces in terms of its incline, so it's no longer as steep. It actually kind of levels out. You continue to ride. It bends right over the next five minutes and then continues and becomes steeper as you guys ride through these caverns. It's quite dark. And every few minutes, you hear these Piercing, piercing the peaches. Peach, you hear peaches and cream, guys. No, oh, anything but that. <laughs> However, every few minutes you hear a piercing shriek. It is not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like that. It's very it's high pitched. Just keep it down. <laughs> it's very high pitched, and it's almost like a squeak. And the sound kind of reverberates and echoes off of the walls. Some of the wolves raise their ears and look around the large caverns, but you know nothing approaches. And you guys may continue if you so choose. Yeah, well, I think one of your wolves needs an oil change. Oh, jeez, is he leaking again? Yeah, I look at it and I hold up my hands full of the milk. Oh, God, <laughs> what did you do? Get off his back! Hurry! That one's faulty. Slaughter it. <laughs> 63. 63, baby. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jump, I'll catch you. You ride for the next few minutes, and emanating out of the darkness, so appearing, it appears that the staircase is conjoined with another staircase which veers off from the east. So another staircase, independent of the one that you guys are on, joins up and meets like forks in the road, but in reverse. Forks like there's there's like a trap up ahead. Yeah, like there's there's, danger, there's bandits, bandits or goblins. <laughs> or... <laughs> one or the other. You no. called it a fork. A separate staircase conjoins with this one, and so if you if you'd like, you can choose to either continue to ascend or investigate the staircase that does head to the east and lower. Tyson, should we wait here for the others? Absolutely not. Send the wolves after them. What is the oh, range well. of these wolves? How how far away from you can they exist, Fiamo? Can he, like, see, and does he know what they experience? Like, can he see what they see? No, no he cannot. There, no. Is a, there is a spell to do that with no, hey. natural wolves, mm. but it's not this one. It's not? Okay, yeah. I was just curious. You know who can? My good boy, Travis. <laughs> get out of the get out of the back sack, Travis, and I, you know, I shake him out. I'm like, you dusty old thing, go and How scout. How long has he been me. in there? Oh my god, I don't <laughs> just know. Just a skeleton comes out. 
years. <laughs> He's been in there for years. Okay, so <laughs> Fievel Mazentrov's ethereal ghost bird, his companion that has been with him since his very first provoked rage. I actually uh, love that bird. If you remember back to one of the first times I went down, that bird saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That is my favorite character on this pod right now. <laughs> the bird's pretty close. <laughs> Suck at Dabbledore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched Dabbledore's heart get pierced by that comment. <laughs> 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 uh, so, Fievel, would you like to send him down the alternate staircase, which heads back down the mountain, or what would you like to do with Travis? Yeah, get him to check out that uh, the new staircase and get him to yeah fly down and come back when, I don't know, when it ends, maybe like halfway, I don't know. Okay. All right, so Travis begins to fly down that distinct passage uh, that is separate. The cavern seems to widen and open here, and you're able to ride for at least another 10 minutes before there appears to be a faint, very, very faint amount of light, which emanates from far, far, far away. It's natural light from what you can gather. However, these clicking, echoing pulses continue to emanate through the cavern, and you may choose to continue to ride or not. It's up to you. Sorry, hold on. Did he send the... the I thought he was sending Trevise ahead. Correct. He, well, he's sending Trevise back down. Oh, and he's riding ahead. He's riding ahead. Okay, so that was what's ahead? Yeah, I'm explaining to them what's ahead. Okay, cool, cool. No, I just wanted to make sure I know whenever he, Whenever, Fievel, you want to see through Trevise's eyes, you can choose to do that. I just look at Tyson with my eyeballs rolled back, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> Okay, Tyson, it appears that Fievel's orgasming or something on the back of his wolves. You're not really sure. Eyes rolled back, moaning at you. No, this is, is this really an unusual thing for him? Yeah. It's not. Uh, this is par for the course. <laughs> Fievel, through Travis's eyes, you see the bird uh, just gliding easily down these long and quite expansive and wide caverns, stalagmites and stalactites all around it. However, after a few minutes, through Travis's vision, but also through his perception, so through his hearing, you hear loud emanating clicks. These pulses of sound echo through the cavern. Uh, Travis looks to his right, and swooping in from the darkness is a massive creature. Oh my god. Travis, get out of there! <laughs> okay. Uh, can Travis do combat, or is he just at the whims of whatever Those comes his way? Sure. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I thought he was like a scout slash medic. But if he can he be downed and then reappear, or can he not be injured at all? Because if he's ethereal like these wolves are, they can be damaged. He can take damage, but then I just sit on my ass for ten minutes and he comes back if I concentrate and want to do that. Okay, fantastic. You could just send him on suicide missions all the time and just sit on your ass. <laughs> Wait, isn't is, doesn't he already just sit on his ass for most of these fucking things? No, he's lying, oh. he's lying on the walls right now. Right, my, yeah. my, my, sorry, yeah, semantic. Jeez. Uh, Fievel, I'm going to require... Well, I mean, Therese does see the creature coming, and you can see it through his eyes. I am going to require that Therese rolls initiation. Oh, come on. Give him a chance to dodge. No, he's going to... Like, dodge out Because he back. sees it coming, he's going to get an initiative roll. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, going to happen. A 30. Okay. Yeah. So it does not beat the creature. Through Travis's eyes, you see these massive glowing eyes. They are yellowish in their tinge, massive ears which are swooping kind of over top of the head, these protruded fangs and fur of the creature. You can see that it is large in size at the very least, and it swoops towards him, and the, the creature will attempt to stun Travis. Swoop, swoop, so it has wings? 
Correct. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice catch there. Like it. Love me some mutant bats. <laughs> the creature is going to attempt to use stunning screech. So it's going to emit a horrifying yeah, screech. And, and the creature is going to need to uh, succeed, Travis, that is, on a constitution saving throw or be stunned to the ground. Oh, God. 17? Okay. Travis is not stunned by the creature. Oh my God. Um, so Travis is able to fly outside of its its range, continue to swoop downwards, but the, the large creature is in pursuit, and it is now Travis's turn. This large, what you recognize to be a bat-like creature, is swooping after him. He's about 10 feet from Travis. Just have Travis turn around and say, I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're the Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> Um, are there any, like, narrow openings I could fly into that this creature wouldn't be able to follow me? That's a great question. I mean, you could try and have Therese fly in and amongst either the ceiling or the floor where there are these stalagmites and stalactites, which, depending on how close they are together, is roughly a few feet apart. That would be too small, technically, for the bat, who is large, to, to swoop in and actually fly behind him. However, the, the creature could just fly underneath or above him and and try and jut down and grab him from there. But no, there's no there's no small passages. These are all very expansive caverns. It almost seems, uh, you know, these creatures are well adapted to the size of their environment. Let's take that action there and try and fly back in and get a lay of the land. Okay, so Therese is going to try and make a, a wide arc or a narrow dart and turn back towards uh, some of the caverns. I mean, it's up to you, either east or west, left or right. I mean, these caverns are super expansive. With Travis's vision, I mean, the, as far as he can see is cavern. There's no walls outwards, horizontally, that he can see. All right, let's go left. Okay, fantastic. How? What is Travis's movement speed? Uh, oh, 50 feet when he's flying. Okay, nice. fantastic. Dude's fast. Fantastic, all right. So Travis banks hard right, his wings flaring out, catching some of the winds. That is his turn, and now we are on to the giant bat. The creature is going to crash the ground, and then like a lion, leaping off of the ground back into the air and chasing Travis. His movement speed is equal to Travis's, so he is going to get two different attacks. One with its oh bite and one with its claws. So it is going to try and claw Travis out of the air, bring it to the ground, and then bite it, if it may. The claw attack is an 18 altogether. Oh my I'm god. that is a hit. Was the Travis, no! Was he within five feet um, when the last turn ended? Right, but so Travis is banking hard right, and this creature was ten feet behind it. Oh, so with speed, that's exactly yeah, like yeah. that. He can just no, drop to the ground and leap exactly right. Uh, the damage that Travis is going to take is eight plus three, my friends, which is eleven damage. Oh my god, Travis, you only have you one know. HP. Yeah, this You're is cool. all we need. Get in there and scout that cave. Okay, so the large bat creature mutated. Mucus and drool drip from the bat's mouth. Its eyes are crazed and yellow. It clicks a few times, and you recognize it's doing this to actually see exactly where Travis is. And then with advantage, because Travis is on the ground, it is going to jut its jaws forward and bite into Travis. You're telling me I could have clicked when I was blind to find my way around? <laughs> that option was always open to you. I ripped my eyes out. <laughs> We're trying again. We're trying to <laughs> Round two. <laughs> this is going to be nine piercing damage with the bite, and Travis's vision will go black. The ethereal bird sent back to the ethereal plane for the next ten minutes. Fievel, you are going to gain 200 experience points for discovering some of the uh, fauna, which live in the Cobalt Isles, these massive bats. 
Just a few seconds later, Fievel, your vision reappears. Your eyes kind of roll back and forward in your head. Uh, and not but seconds later, a, a massively loud piercing shriek echoes from the base of the mountain from where Trevise nearly was. And you can hear resounding echoes, it seems from different individuals, all over this massive cavern expanse. And you wake up to oh, me God. petting you. Yeah, and your pants are full of cum. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not your own. But it's not your own. Oh, <laughs> I said, Trevise, no. <laughs> and I wake up to Tyson petting me. Okay. Yeah. So if you have tears in your eyes or are you know, are you are you stoic and angry? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so it's, it's that, that, that like moment of just like uh, just like disappointment and sadness mm. and then he looks up, tears still in his eyes, rolling mm. down his face, and you just see the rage yeah, I got gotcha. yeah, you. Yeah. Um, okay, Fievel, uh, a single tear streaming down your face at the loss of your ghost bird, only for ten minutes, but it still stings, my friend. And, uh, <laughs> Those are ten lonely minutes. <laughs> and the echoing shrieks right there. of more creatures in the dark. Gragrock, you actually hear these shrieks as well, okay? Kind of uh, prompted out of your sentinel mode. Dagobah, this loud, piercing shriek also wakes you up. Oh, fuck. And Amara awakes as well. Oh my god. Go back to sleep, baby. It's okay. Rub my back. (laughs) Which one were you talking to? I'll leave that up to the listeners. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to start with Fievel and Tyson. Is there anything that you'd like to do now that you've heard these resounding shrieks? Fievel, what the fuck is going on? Get in there. (laughs) Big, big motherfucking bats. Big bats? What do you mean, big Big bats? Big bats. Well, look, look at me. I'm a big bat, and... Just imagine me, but like... Oh no, you're a big rat. There's a difference. Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) He's he's a rat bat. These are lion bats. Um, Yeah, no, these these massive bats. uh, I was trying to outrun one and see if I could see more into the cave that they're in, but uh, they killed Travis pretty fast, and now I lost him forever. (laughs) To be honest, I hadn't seen him in months, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Didn't know if he was still with us or not. Well, Do you think we should just keep going? No, we need we need freaking spells and what do you what do you mean? Freaking some what? guy that get that can't get picked up by freaking bats and stuff, you know. Well, here's the thing, Fievel. We know for a fact there's a bat back there. We don't know for Whoa. a fact there's a bat in front of us. Okay, oh, so as geez. Tyson McKay says, we know for a fact there aren't bats in front of us. What was once darkness with only a small amount of natural light many, many, many feet away, uh, if not kilometers away, just the faintest amount of light, in the darkness, hanging from the ceiling all around you, you watch eyes open. They're yellow, and they are piercing. Uh, there are dozens of sets of eyes all opening around you guys. God. Yeah, what was that about going back, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> we'll make a run for it, and I'll, How I'll many? stick the wolves. Uh, at a quick glance, Tyson McKay, I'm going to need a perception check. Uh, an eight. Okay. <laughs> At a quick glance, you can see at least three sets of eyes to your left, at least six sets of eyes to your right, and you'd imagine there are more bats behind you as well. Oh my god. Oh there's god. only two, Fievel. <laughs> Roll me a deception check. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah, oh yes. 23. Okay, Fievel, you're firmly convinced that there's only two bats. <laughs> Well, what's up then? The wolves can't handle. Let's uh, yeah, send them after them. We'll sit here, watch. Okay, I I send half the unit into a full charge. Okay, the bats <laughs> are on the ceiling, which is 
nearly 40 feet above you guys right now. So <laughs> the wolves begin a full charge, and we are going to be rolling initiatives. Well, Dabble Dab, we're going to get our wish. <laughs> Just you and me left on the con, buddy. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> the other two are dead. Let's do this. You I'm meet gonna, tomorrow. I'm going to continue my nap. <laughs> yeah, go back to sleep, baby. Oh, I'm going. <laughs> All right, can I get initiative rolls for Tyson and Fievel? Uh, that's a oh. six. Okay, fantastic. Um, it is what it is. Get off oh my god. That's <laughs> I, I got a 12. I'm twice as good as you are. Fuck you. You <laughs> believed me that there was two. Oh god. <laughs> there isn't? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be splitting up. There is uh, nine bats that are immediately around Tyson McKay and Fievel Mouse and Trav, others which might be behind them, but nine that are surrounding them currently. These are large creatures. They prowl on all fours like a lion, with a long sweeping tail with a bit of fluff at the end of it. Their ears are massive and long and jut out from their cranium, uh, and they're, they're, quite, they're quite tall, and their ears actually flap in different directions, picking up sounds. They have that same jutting out jaw, like those eels did that Fievel originally found, and their noses are kind of blunt and have these large nostrils, God. eyes that are burning and glowing. God, these are like, these are like the, swing, the, the sphinx of the underworld. Like These are like... He's just like little death monsters. The first three of the bats are going to be coming from the left flank, okay? Uh, they all have 22 in terms of their initiative rolls, so they're moving super quickly. The distance between Tyson and Fievel is roughly 47-ish feet from the furthest one. Like it matters. <laughs> so they are all going to fly in and make swooping attacks. They are going to start ripping at the outside pack of the wolves. These bats don't seem fearful of numbers. With a nat 20, the first bat claws and lifts one of the wolves off of the ground. Uh, it no. is going to deal 16 slashing damage. So lifting the wolf up and shredding it with its claws, the wolf disappears. Jason, I don't like our odds. Fading, <laughs> fading back into the ethereal. Now, I'm going to need, uh, Fievel, you to keep track of the 64 oh, wolf, de- wolf deaths that are about to occur, okay? Oh, what a my <laughs> best. Paper. Was, that, was that the milked one? That was not the milked one. That's the one that Tyson's on. I'm going to say, the, the milked one's probably got to be like they're attacking, a tactic disadvantage, right? It's all slippery and slimy now. They're attacking the outside of the pack. Yeah. The bat then continues on after lifting this wolf up and it's shredding the etherealness in its claws. It's going to dive back down and is going to bite at one of the other wolves with a 16. Is that enough of an AC to hit? Sure is. This time it is going to deal 12 damage. One health. Keep going, (laughs) champ. Okay, keep going, champ. Fantastic. Alrighty, that was the first bat's turn. It has ended its turn nearly six, seven feet in the air, and it is flying almost directly overhead you, Tyson McKay. We are on to the next bat in the initiative roll with an 18 on its first strike and a 10, 11, 12, 13 on its second. Will those be enough to hit Fievel? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, they're both hits. Okay. The first is a 14 damage for the claw. The bite, however, is going to be 15, oh, 14 damage, my apologies, on the bite. So it's going to kill, oh God. One, kill another one, correct? Monsters. Okay. <laughs> we are now on to the third of these bats. It is going to attack, again, at the outer pack of the wolves, a 16 on its attack roll uh, for the claws, a 17 on its attack roll for the bite. It is going to deal 13 damage on the dot on its first attack. Oh. 
And 16 damage on its second. All right. How are, how are your wolves faring, Fievel? Only one survived that, that volley of attacks, correct? Yep, so uh, five down, you know. 59 strong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, five wolves are dead. 59 of Fievel's ethereal wolf force are still alive. We are up to the next round of three. These ones coming in from the right and swooping down. These bats actually have an interesting mechanic called flyby. You know, typically if you were to fly into like an drive by? area... Exactly. If you were to fly into an enemy's area of opportunity, attack something, then fly out, they would get an opportunity attack. But with flyby, the bat does not provoke opportunity attacks when it what? is uh, flying outside of an enemy's reach. They're super fast and very quick. The first attack is a 21. That is going to be a strike. Uh, is a 18, which is a strike on the second. The first of the damage volleys is going to be a 16 on the claws. The second is going to be a 15 on the bite. All right. Kills two, correct? Yeah. The next bat in line of this volley of three is an 18 plus is to hit that absolutely strikes and is a 15 plus is to hit absolutely a strike as well. Uh, first, first of the damage is going to be a six. It's going to attack that second wolf, that first wolf a second time rather. And with 12 damage on the second strike, it will end the job. I gotta say, I was very skeptical of the 64 wolves and now I'm, just, I'm, I'm damn impressed. <laughs> well, played, well played, sir. Plus 200 experience points for Agrock. Yeah, it's a tactician's move, right? Yeah, just, just I, I was not, I, I guess I wasn't looking far enough ahead, you know. <laughs> Leave that's, it to that's Fievel. He's playing chess while the rest of us are playing checkers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Checkers, I'm over here playing Go Fish. Uh, there is a another bat in this initiative roll for the uh, for the the 19 initiative roll. The creature is going to have a 19 total and a 21 total on both of its attack rolls. Its claws doing a whopping 12 damage. That won't be enough to kill the wolf, will it? Nope. So survive. <laughs> so you, finishing it off with a bite that is going to be a whopping 19 damage. Overkill. This guy's just showing off. How many wolves are dead? Give us a little update. I got nine down, which means uh, we still have, what, 50. 55? That's a couple more turns. Yeah. I'll kill one or two before then. <laughs> <laughs> What's the plan here? We can we can leave some wolves to get slaughtered and then just keep running out. You should try talking to one, because there may oh. be animals. <laughs> Maybe I could tame them. Oh the, yeah! Said there was madness in their eyes. I don't. I don't think you're gonna chat with these guys. <laughs> There's madness in Fievel's eyes. Yeah, I could. If I dominate the leader, the rest will fall. Is there more madness than the? Okay, out of these nine, which one's the leader? Then <laughs> tell me that. Riddle me that, Fievel. I look biggest for the biggest dick. Most scarred. <laughs> and he, is this one of missing an eye? Because that's definitely the baddest motherfucker in the pack. <laughs> Uh, okay. And now we are on to our player characters, our heroes, if you will. Fievel Mazentrov, you had a 12 on your initiative roll, putting you at the middle of the pack. Nine of your wolves have been slaughtered, absolutely ripped apart by these giant monstrosity bats, echolocating and shredding your wolves apart. What is it that you would like to do? You know, these, these wolves have seen worse. They keep coming back and fighting the good fight, and that's why I love them so darn much. Hmm. You know what? Give him a little breath weapon, see how, how he likes that. Fantastic. Uh, you want to hit the closest one to you? Yeah. yeah. The breath weapon, it's like an AoE, right? Try and see if there's some way you could hit multiple guys. 
Yeah, I mean, I was thinking uh, that as well. Yeah, is just there, given, is it given the given the the nature of their flights, none of them are in, in line in a perfect line. Yeah, line up, boys. <laughs> the nearest one to you is nearly eight feet behind you and to the right. You'll have to turn your face, breath weapon, attack him from there. Something that's totally manageable. He is going to roll a dexterity saving throw on the dex, my friend. He is going to have a sixteen total. That will be his roll. Oh, he ties the save, so. That means he succeeds, right? Correct. He's going to take half damage from the breath weapon. You're going to singe his wings and send him veering off into the darkness, uh, having been struck partially by your lightning breath weapon attack. 28. Nice. 18 ties in the 28 damage. The lightning sears, streaks, and partially strikes the bat. It careens off into the darkness, screeching loudly. However, it does not appear to die. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Fievel? Mm-mm. I wonder if I should make a wolf blockade and then we run out into the the darkness, you know? Okay, well, let me cast one thing first. <laughs> okay, I'll wait then. Okay, so no, <laughs> I just... The, the wolves keep checking. We try and get out of this cave. So you're going to keep running forward? I think so. <laughs> okay, here's the here's the thing for me, I think, right? It's forward, like, up the stairs? Yeah, yeah, that, that's, that is what you mean, correct? Up and forward? Like, we're in a cave system right now, correct? Yes. Yeah, I just want to get out of the cave system. Maybe they don't like the, the light. Okay, so I keep running up to the top. I think so. So I'm going to have, at the very end of initiatives, all the wolves move in tandem. I think that kind of makes sense, right? We are now on to Tyson McKay. Tyson, uh, you just saw Fievel unleash a breath weapon attack. It lit up the cavern momentarily. You uh, have a bad breath, Fievel. <laughs> kill you. <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> what is it that, that you'd like to do, Tyson McKay? I've been saving my seventh level spell, mm. and I think wow. now's the time to use it because fuck it. I don't plan anything. So, here we go. <laughs> it's fucking so I'm using... seat of our pants anyways, right, guys? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm using <laughs> Chain Lightning at a seventh level spell. You'll remember Ooh. Chain oh, Lightning wow. from the uh, village that we did kind of save? I remember you did not save, okay? <laughs> kind of, I said. <laughs> I, I remember from a previous campaign, and let me know, that is a weapon of destruction. So, Tyson so. McKay, how many creatures are you chaining to? Five. Five in total, okay, one, two, three, four. So, there are six of the giant bats which flew in from the right-hand side. You could chain lightning to five of them, missing only one, most likely the one that careened off after Fievel hit it with the lightning. Uh, breath weapon, if that's fair, I think, right? Excellent, All the other yeah. ones are going to be closer grouped together. So, Tyson McKay, you, you extending your hand? Yes, sir. And then I... Surge of lightning? Boom. Boom. All right. Crack. Uh, crack. <laughs> All right. crack a lack. I like it. That should be your new cut. <laughs> crack a lack. And... I thought uh, Chain Lightning came out of his ass. My bad. Are we... <laughs> I bend <bend> over. <laughs> are we rolling dexterity saving throws to get out of the way of the Chain Lightning? Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay, fantastic. The first is going to be a 8 altogether. Yeah, that's a fail. The second is going to be a 9 altogether. That's a fail. The next one is going to be another 9 altogether. That's a fail. The next one is going to be a 13 altogether. That's a fail. The last one's going to be a 12 altogether. That's a fail. Okay, all right, wow. so... Five of the bats all fail Tyson McKay's seventh level spell, oh Chain Lightning. Can Double please... cast Overcharge. Roll <laughs> <laughs> me your damage, sir. Hell yes. Watch, watch these bats are like lightning resistant or some bullshit. Probably. 
they go Super Saiyan. <laughs> you charge them up. Congratulations. Okay, so it takes 51 damage. Okay, Tyson McKay, so 51 damage is going to slaughter five of the large... Oh, my God. Lion-like bats. They fall from the air, immediately falling limp and crashing into the stone. It's raining bats. Hallelujah. Is that what we should do next? Musical episode? What is this? Footloose? God. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so I stab him, then I grab him, then I hit him with the flab him. Take 10,000 experience points. I'm I'm up in this bitch. (laughs) Tyson McKay, you're going to gain an even 2,500 experience points. Oh my Jesus. The devil can have one. Uh, Well, he can't because he didn't do any damage to any of these ones. Okay. Sorry. I looked at them. (laughs) XP's not a currency. (laughs) (laughs) You're dabbling up to 400 XP credits. (laughs) I'll take it. Well, you won't, because you can't. No, I will. <laughs> Don't do you, do you accept tap or swipe? Tyson McKay, that tap was a shit. fantastic turn. Uh, very, very well done. I can also uh, duck my wolf a little bit. You're going to duck your wolf? You know, like, hold so I'm at the side of the wolf. Oh, yeah, you're going to, like, right, like lay down close to its back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Self a low target. I understand what you're... Yeah, that's fantastic, actually, buddy. I, I really appreciate that gameplay. Very, very cool stuff. Oh, I, I duck, too, yeah. <laughs> I, I sit up. <laughs> yeah, you were laying down the whole time. <laughs> of the last three that were in initiative rolls, only one is surviving on the uh, the right-hand side. It is going to attack to the right-hand side, picking off a wolf on the outside of the group. That is going to be a 15 attack roll and a 19 21 on its second attack. So that's going to be uh, 14 damage on the first hit, and is going to be 17 damage on the bite. It is going to kill two more wolves. We still have strength in numbers, Tyson. We still got lots. <laughs> Start throwing them off the ledge. <laughs> okay, uh, so Tyson and Fievel, the four bats that are remaining at the beginning of this initiative roll begin to fly away and into the distance, shrieking and calling into the caverns. They are going to God. flee... If you'd like to send out a volley of spells or attacks, you're able to do that as they fly away, but they are retreating from combat. Oh my god, don't let them summon more numbers. Don't let them get to the nest. I'll attack one, I guess. I'll fireball one. Well, fireball's 20-foot radius, so if I hit more than one, I guess. You will be able to hit two of them on the left-hand side if you choose to do so. They're rolling dexterity saving throws. Four left. There's yeah, four let's left. go, baby. Um, that is going to be a 13 altogether and Hail. a uh, 9 altogether. Hail. Nice. Okay. This, is, this is great. The rolls are in Tyson McKay's favorite tonight, boys. I feel like every episode we have one person that just outperforms everyone and saves everyone ass. <laughs> everyone's ass. <laughs> like, Dabble Dabble like Dabble Dabble's Dabble last episode with the with the little critter thing, little beetle. Party leader. <sighs> uh, 32 damage. Okay, they are going to be singed and burned by the fire. However, they are not going to die, and the bats continue to fly and try to get out, outside of your range. I did what I could. Okay. Fievel and Tyson, you guys are halted, no longer running for the moment. The wolves' eyes looking out into the caverns, ears perked up, many of their number depleted, not entirely, by the onslaught of the giant bats. What is it that you would like to do? The caverns are echoing and screeching, but however, they go silent after a few moments. 
Should we, well, that was fun. Should we you know what? That was a good lightning show we put on. They they obviously didn't like it, and I think we're going to use that to our advantage. Yeah, I hope they go make friends with Dabble Dabble and Gregory. Okay. <laughs> so now you do, eh? So Tyson, Tyson and Kevil, are you going to continue to move up the staircase or head back to your friends or stay put? Uh, we're going to keep going. Okay. Oh. So, <laughs> oh, sounds like there's a little bit of contention in the group. Tyson, Tyson and Fievel, would you like to I said we're going. <laughs> what if there's <laughs> more? <laughs> well, I hope there's more. These these wolves, they're not going to last much longer, and they're going to start picking us off. We'll, we'll just get to their destination first, Fievel, and then we'll deal with the wolves being gone. Okay. Yeah, let's keep going until the wolves disappear. Okay, so Fievel and Tyson McKay are going to continue to ride up the mountain. We are going to leave them momentarily and head back uh, to the moment when combat broke out for that that forward group, Tyson and Fievel, to when, Gragrock, you first initially heard the screeches. In the cavern, Dabbledob, you woke up, as did Amara. Now, you can't see anything yet, Gragrock, but you do hear these echoing pulses from around your position. What would you like to do? I'm going to turn the group and say, guys, it's large lion bats. Uh, I know for a fact that's the sound. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, just no, pulling no. things out of his ass right now. Illegal. What yeah. you're doing is illegal. Yeah, absolutely, it's cheating, yeah. Just <laughs> Arrest him. Involved. When we get up there, there's a there's a staircase. We want to go up, not down. Okay, guys? Uh, yeah, well, I'm going to need handcuffs over here, stat. <laughs> Priority mail them, Pinky. please. This is out of control. <laughs> yeah, can you get him with the pink fur? I love the pink fur. Actually, um, I have a set like that here. Jesus Christ, I didn't need to know that. (laughs) No one needs to know it. Don't you feel better for knowing No. Nobody nobody needs to know that he's also got a huge horse cock down there. That's a dragon cock. Oh, that's a dragon. Bad dragon. We're going to be plugging our our new sponsor, (laughs) dragondildos.com. Dragging my balls across her face. (laughs) My (laughs) ass. Oh, God. That's good. Devil Dub, you wake with a start with the screeching uh, and pulsing sounds of echolocation all around you. Amara wakes as well, her eyes almost immediately turning blue as she kind of peers out into the darkness. What is it that your group would like to do? You're going to smoke about it. Uh, it's like, just go back to just go back to sleep, finish this fucking rest as quickly as possible, and then we'll keep going. You need the rest to keep no, going. No, 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 no. I, I know, I, yeah, I, so I just do I understand that, but I, take a I'm quick not, hit. I'm not sure that you can continue to sleep through this. Well, that's why I'm taking a quick hit. <laughs> Self out, anesthetic. <laughs> I will get this rest. <laughs> <laughs> Quick hit. So, Dabbledob, you light your pipe, you take in a couple long draws. And I blow O's. Mm. Sometimes hearts. Okay. Yeah. The screeching continues. Are you going I, to try- I catch the hearts. You say, are you going to say anything or just smoke it? Shut up! <laughs> Just smoking. <laughs> Just smoking. Okay, oh, fantastic. You know uh, what time of day it is? Fuck! <laughs> Amara no idea. stands. She she seems to try and favor her her left leg to keep pressure off of it. Mm-hmm. It appears that you know it's still weak from being obviously rolled over by that skittering horror. But she does stand eventually. She pulls carving blade out of the sheath on her back. Her short sword was damaged, broken in half in the fight with the skittering horror. But she holds her blade out in front of her, and her other hand ready to go. Eyes blue. Dabbledob takes one last big draw. And tries to, I assume, pass back out. Well, I'm going to try, yes. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> uh, eyes begin to light up around your group. Gragrock, uh, you, oh, you can see multiple eyes lit up in the darkness. I ready my No, my don't do anything. What do you mean? Don't Maybe do- if we don't, you know, 
I, like I, try to attack, they won't do yeah, anything. I, they know where we are. They've already echo-located us. They're surrounding us. Okay. Um, I pull out my shield mm-hmm. and, why am I forgetting this, slime? Yeah, gotcha. A slime axe. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I, I ready myself. Just, like, I'm still, like, right in front of them, right? Because I, I believe I said I put them down kind of, you know, against, like, a, a wall. Or... There's no walls here. They're on a, they're on the plateau, so Amara is... It's not even... There's, like... Six or was... seven feet from you, so is Dabbledaw, but he's okay. lying next to the staircase. Okay. Amara is standing, but it's an expansive cavern all around you. You guys aren't backed into a corner or anything. Oh, okay. It's quite an open, expansive oh, area. All right. Sorry. I thought it was, like, a little clearing, and we were up against the wall. No, it's a, cl- it's a clearing in the sense that it's a plateau of stone, yeah. which is level. How big is it? Yeah. Nearly 20 feet across. 20 feet diameter, okay. Am I, are they, like, all around us, like 360? You see you see at least three sets of eyes in front of you. Okay. Yeah, you can choose to, to do a perception check and I'm going to do around. a quick perception check and okay. see what's around me. All right. That is 14, 15, 15. Fantastic. So with your 15 perception check, you look first forward to three sets of eyes uh, hanging from the ceiling. They are nearly 60 feet from you. You have 60 feet of dark vision, correct? Yes. Yeah, I mean, perhaps a few feet outside of your 60 feet of range, but their bright glowing eyes are mm-hmm. bright enough that obviously you can see them in the darkness. Some of them a little bit closer. These eyes open as these bats are hanging from the ceiling. As you turn and spin, you see one, which is uh, a little bit further away but immediately down the staircase on Amara's right. And you also see two behind Dabbledob, and they seem closer, nearly 40 feet away. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to make too much noise. I don't want to move other than pulling my weapons out and looking around. Okay. All right, I'm going to need initiative rolls because they are aware of your presence. So I'm going to need initiative rolls from Amara and yourself. Damn it. Uh, Dabbledob. I should have attacked David. You can choose not to roll initiative rolls and try to sleep if you want to. We'll see how that goes. No, I... I'm involved now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Higher than a kite. Let's do this. <laughs> Swaggy P, fucking seventeen. Bro, these bats, you're so wicked. <laughs> so fucking, they're gnarly. Gnarly. <laughs> these bats are fucking cray cray. Cray cray. Cray cray. Minus a thousand experience. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's all right. Dabble Dabble is right. Team. That wasn't Stoner. That was White Girl. My yeah, bad. <laughs> I met a couple of White Girl Stoners. What can I say? Fucking idiot. Oh, <laughs> the circles you run in. Eh? Can I can I get an initiative roll out of you, please, Greg Rock? Myself? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Would Would you like to know the total? Because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I score. Hundred experience points. Okay. No, that's uh, that's a cool twenty. Eight. Okay. Jesus so, fucking Christ. It's <laughs> a 19, man. Gragrock is going to be leading the group, followed by one of the large monstrosity bats. Dabbledob, then Amara, following that bat, followed by the five other bats with lower initiative rolls in the group. You guys were all super fortunate to roll relatively high, uh, super high in terms of Gragrock's abilities. With an initiative roll of 28, Gragrock, you are 29, prepared. Sorry. Try, next to godliness. <laughs> um, the nearest bat to you is nearly 52 feet away and it is forward. The ones behind you are much further away because obviously you've got the plateau yeah. and then them. Uh, the one to Amara, obviously triangulated because it's off on a diagonal, is more than 70 feet away. What is it that you would like to do? Um, now you said I can't set a reaction to move just to attack, right? I'm going to allow it. I think that's fair. Yeah. Like other reactions that we've played with in the past have allowed a small amount of movement. If you need to like leap up in the air and strike, I mean that's I think acceptable. Okay. I don't know about like 
I think it, it sounds like, like all the bats, right? it no like traveling, like yeah. three steps. <laughs> no and, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> all right, like basketball. What kind of game we play in here? Playing D and D ball, baby. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll just set my reaction. First bat that comes in, mm-hmm. I want to close distance and attack. The very first bat uh, that is able to move forward after Gragrock's initiative is the one that is centered on Amara. It is going to close the gap, try and claw her so down to the ground first. and bite. You're seven to eight feet away from Amara. So I'm going to go with... I don't think so. I think, I, I think you know, the, the reaction is going to be for any of the three that are incoming towards you, right? So that, she's just a little bit outside of... I don't think it's reasonable that you rush in front of her and strike it, right? Fair, fair, yeah. fair. Okay, so this creature is going to try and claw Amara down to the ground, pinning her with a 19 plus it's to hit. The creature is going to claw into her and My push girl. her to the ground. My girl. She's going to take six damage. Devil dub saver. Uh, and then, I'm gonna risk it for the biscuit here. And then Get the ready for some shit. The creature is going to try and bite her while she's on the ground. It's gonna have advantage on that with an 18 plus it's a hit. It is going to deal only three damage on the bite. Oh, that's a one on its damage roll. My apologies, five damage. So Mara has taken 11 in total, and she is on the ground underneath one of the giant bats. We are now on to Dabble Still, Still alive though, right? Yeah, she's alive. Okay. <laughs> We're now to Dabble Dab's turn. Dabble Dab, you tried to close your eyes and fall back into a restful sleep, but it just seems like, you know, can't. You, you can't. You Mayhem. <laughs> There's a bat on top of Amara, two flying in behind you, which technically your back's turned to. You haven't seen those yet, and you can see the the faint glow of eyes off in the distance in front of Gragrock. In what way can I position myself to fuck a bunch of them? Well, if you're going to do an AOE, literally one turn and they'll all be in the zone. So maybe just do something concentrated on the one that's fucking up Amara so she can stand up and fight. Uh-huh. And then next turn, when they're all close, blow them all to smithereens. The only problem is if I do that and then I take a hit, then my over channel might... Yeah, just chug your potion so you can survive at least a hit. Okay. And then next turn, do your AOE thing. And okay. we'll, see, we'll see what the fuck happens then. <laughs> okay, let's do that. I'm right. just going to chug a potion. Yeah, superior, supreme. I believe it is supreme. So 8d4 plus 8 for your potion. Yeah, so I got back 28. Okay, so Dabbledob takes 28 health, downing a health potion in the attempt to draw in more of the bats to hit them with an AOE spell. We are now moving things along to Amara. Now she has a choice here. She can either try and stab the dagger up and into the gut and the chest. Or um, milk it. Of the... <laughs> oh, yes. Plus 100 experience points. Or, and rather more so t- tuned to her skill set, she is going to rapidly slam her hand into the side of the head of the bat. The sparks of blue energy kind of rush between her fingers and palm and the creature's skull. It is going to make a wisdom saving throw. God, that's so hot. <laughs> but with a 12 plus its wisdom, the creature is going to fail. Its eyes cloud over blue. Instead of continuing to snarl and spit, it still drools slightly. The creature immobilizes and stays still, and then looks up, ears moving very quickly, and kind of orients itself more so towards the three that are incoming towards Gragrock. Her eyes are clouded over as well. Her hand drops away from the side of its face, and that is her turn. This creature apparently under her spell of mind control of sorts. Oh, that's so hot. Do 
me next. <laughs> do me next. <laughs> do me, do me, do me. We are now <laughs> on me. to the final group of bats. Two from Gragrock's side are going to swoop in, flying towards him, attempting to claw and bite at him. The first Does my is going to provoke it. First is going to yeah, correct. <laughs> I saw I that. I saw that mental freakout happening. Like oh fuck. <laughs> I just want to you know. I just curious if I hit first or if they hit first. The first reaction. is going to trigger Gragrock's reaction. Gragrock, it is within ten feet of you. It is about to uh, come in for a claw and bite attack. You stride forward. Leap and try and slam it with like, your yeah, axe. Trying, like in the head, I want to try and kind of bring it down to the ground, you know? Roll me a d20, please. I'd love to. Come on, be good to me, baby. That wasn't good for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. We That's a nine. <laughs> That's a nine, okay. Total? Unfortunately. Not enough to hit. The bat is going to veer off, not being hit by your axe. It's going to veer up, but it is going to lose its attack actions on you instead of choosing to take more movement speed and, and get out of the way. Wow. Okay. Wow, not a completely useless reaction. There we not go. Bad, not bad. <clears throat> Alright, what's the other one's coming for me now? Come at me, bitch! <laughs> okay. The Swinging the, wildly. <laughs> come on! The second one is going to come at you and is going to use Stunning Screech, emitting a horrifying screech so that all within 20 feet of it must succeed on a DC 14 constitution saving uh, throw. Am I in that? No, you and Amara yeah. are outside of it. It does um, it preemptively to try and knock him out before it comes in for attacks, right? Constitution saving throw, please, sir. Absolutely. I haven't done one of these in a while, you know. So that would be 13. Okay, that is not enough to succeed. Sorry, I meant 17. <laughs> Sorry, I meant this. Constitution saving throw. You are stunned until the end of the bat's next turn, my friend. Yeah, that won't last long. Okay. We are now moving straight along. Cannot attack. It chooses to use Stunning Screech as its action. There like are three... Bitch. Three bats remaining, two behind Dabbledob, one in front of Gregory. The two behind Dabbledob are going to swoop down, clawing and biting at our dear wizard friend. The first attack with a nat 20 is going to claw deeply into your shoulder, Dabbledob. Get fucked. <laughs> that is going to be 24 damage to your shoulder, Dabbledob. The creature is going to follow it up with a bite with an 18 plus its to hit. It is going to deal 13 damage, so 24 and 13. Thank God I took that potion, baby. <laughs> oh, I'm so good, baby. The next bat creature flies off and fly, flies by. The next one is going to come in for that same repetitive attack. It is going to bite and claw the first attack with a sore miss. The second bite attack, however, with a 16 plus its to hit is going to pierce your AC, correct? With a 16? Plus its to hit. Oh, yeah. What's your AC? 16. Okay, so it's going to hit. It is going to deal 7 damage for the bite. We are back to the top of the initiative rolls. Unfortunately, Gragrock is stunned. No, not. I end, of the... I end it. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I didn't want you to move on to the next person. Mm. I have a feat called Incredible Resolve. Mm. And at the start of my turn, if incapacitated, paralyzed, or stunned... I can choose to end that effect. Fantastic, and then check actions as well. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't use up my turn. Fantastic. I can just choose to end being stunned. All right, Greg Rock. There is one bat which is nearly eight feet in front of you. The other one flew by and is about ten feet off and behind you to your right, but one in front of you by about eight feet. The one that's stunning screeched you, but that was then halting to then come in and attack yeah, okay. on the next turn. What would you like to so do? Eight feet, so I can move without a reaction. 
without a without a, a, an opportunity attack. He will not get an opportunity attack. Cool, no. cool. So there's some at Dabble Dob right now. Yeah, correct. There's yeah, two codes right bitches. Let's take those assholes out. There's two there. Yeah, okay, I want to move and position myself so I can hit both of them. Yeah, you, if you stand over top of Dabble Dob's body, then you're able to. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go. I love there. how you can do that. You know, <laughs> you can stand over top. Yeah. Of <laughs> well, like he's not in your space. He's just in between you and the bats. Well, that and even if Dabble Dob stood as tall as he could and reached his hands as high as he could, he I'd, still wouldn't even reach I'd my. Maybe head. tickle his nuts. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to do, my friend? Uh, well, once I get to both of them, mm-hmm. I will use my very trusty. I don't even know if I've used this yet. I'll use my whirlwind attack. Nice, fantastic. Yeah, and I will attack them both. Fantastic. Fuck okay. them up. Roll me your attack rolls, please. Okay. That is a nat nineteen. Okay. So which is a crit for me. That is a crit for you. Okay. Uh, oh baby. Thought that was your new bit. Just naming everything a nat. Roll me your second one, and we'll determine what it is that you do. Yeah, fair. That is. I can't make this up. That is also a nat nineteen. I do see it. That is correct. That is a nat nineteen. Two crit. Could make that up. Um. Now one that's. They were like one whirlwind attack is one mm-hmm. roll, yep. and then the second one is the second roll, right? Correct. Okay, so they're both hit crits on both guys. Correct. Okay. Your first slash around eviscerates the stomach of one of the bats, which is more so upright, having just clawed into Dabble Dab. The second attack slices off legs of the second bat. So that was the first round of whirlwind. The second round of whirlwind continues to eviscerate the stomach of the set of the first bat, and then slices into the gut of the second one. I'm going to need damage doubled twice for each bat. Ooh, baby! I'm so fucking glad I'm finally doing some freaking damage. Here. <laughs> <laughs> so citizen is twelve. So that's twenty-four for the first one. Yep. And that is nine eighteen for the second one. Fuck, I'm still not doing that much damage. God damn it. <laughs> okay, and the second, the second bat, two rolls each doubled? Yes. Yes. That is an eight and six is 14 doubled is 28. Mm-hmm. And four and six is 10 doubled is 20. together, your first two attacks on the first bat dealt 42 damage. Your second two attacks doubled dealt 48 damage to the second bat guts. And legs falling to the ground, you slay both of the creatures. Oh, I let out, I let out a, a primal roar. Okay, uh, let's hear it. Roll play that shit. What the fuck? <laughs> I almost want to take away experience. <laughs> I just, I don't have that kind of. I, trust me, I've tried many times. I don't have a primal roar in my body. Right, you just want to keep doing it. Okay. So. <laughs> 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 uh, I believe Gregory has one. Come on. Both of the bats fall to the ground. Uh, the first with 42 damage, the second with 48. Stomachs eviscerated, some legs cut off. You're going to take 500 experience points per bat, slaying both of them over top, uh, over top rather, of Dabble Dob's body. He was I, just attacked. I preferred over tap, but yeah. Yeah, you over tap them. Double uh, tap. It's like over channel, but for melee characters. And <laughs> I choose over tap. <laughs> and maroon colored spatters of blood get flung in all these directions. Uh, dabbled up some of them, splattering against your face and your club. I love it. Dabbled up down there like a porn star. Oh. Just wearing it. <laughs> what is, I thought this was a bukkake, guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
Love Bukaki. Okay. <laughs> that is going to be a, uh, a toasty 300 experience points for, uh, for the porn star and Bukaki references. Take it. Greg Rock, congratulations on your turn. It was fantastic. The bat that was over top of Amara, its eyes blue, now underneath the mind control that she uses through whatever arcane magic. Now, you guys are not certain of its origin yet. It is going to leap towards one of the two bats that Greg Rock uh, was attacked by at first. The one that stunning screeched him. This bat is going to claw at the creature, trying to drag the other bat down to the ground. With a nat 20, it is going to rake the creature's wings, tearing away at the felt fur, which uh, which connects all of its bones and ligaments. The second roll with a 16 plus to hit will do so. So with its claw attack doubled, doing 24 damage with its first strike and dragging the bat to the ground with its bite. With 39 damage total, the opposition bat, the, the, the bat that uh, that was attacking you, Gragrock, is dragged to the ground. It is not, is not dead. It is but a few health points away, clinging to life. I point at it. You're next. <laughs> and Amara's bat raises its head, lets out piercing and echoing shrieks, its eyes blue, blood covering its fangs. Yeah, go Amara. Okay. This is a big move. We're now on to Double Dub. Double Dub. There are three of these bats left, two of them near uh, where Gragrock was. One's engaged by Amara's bat. The other one uh, is up in the air, not but 10 feet from that encounter. What is it that you would like to do? Now, is there a way to position myself to get all of them? <sighs> no, unfortunately, the one bat is off in the distance still. It, has, it's, you know, it hasn't actually uh, flown in entirely. Have all the bats that are close no, no, it to all the bats? No, it has. Yeah, no. So so there are three that are bad, one that's controlled by Amara, um, mm-hmm. and they're both around and near where Gragrock was. Two are on the ground, Amara's and one of the evil ones. The other uh, two are up in the air. Not but one's 10 feet, one's 15 feet away from that fight. Yeah, so, so they're all within 20 feet of each other. You're, yeah, you, so your AoE stuff will hit them all. But even like a cone? If I laid down on the ground and like... Yeah, I'll count it. You know, <laughs> if, you took a few steps, if you took a few steps back... If I lie then, down, I bring up my sniper, I got the bipod, the bipod on, you know, I should be able to t- kill a motherfucker. With, yeah, if you take a few steps back, then yes, the cone will widen to wide enough to, to get all of them into it. Say no more. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. So, Double Dub, you take a few steps back. Which spell is it that you're going to be using? Uh, cone of Cold. And, uh... Should I over-channel it? Because why not? What is Tornitold? How much does Tornitold do? 88 plus 7. I mean, if you over channel all, it, of these, all of these have taken damage except for one, right? Mm-hmm. If you over-channel it, you, you kill them all. Yeah. But if you don't, you probably kill a bu- at least one, maybe the other one, and then there's just one left, and you don't die. Well, I might not die either way. Mm. Risk it for the biscuit, buddy. You yeah, go, you know what? Go for it. Finish this, right? Yes! All right. We're so doing it. Dabalob is going to over-channel Cole, Cone of Cold. The One spell to end it all. One spell to end it all. With the massive amount of cold energy, which blasts from his fingers 8d8 at full power, is going to be 64 damage. Amara's bat, as well as the three others, are going to freeze, breaking apart their bodies, splintering and shattering into shards of icy flesh. Dabble Dab, for killing those four creatures, you are going to take 2,000 experience points. Thank you, sir. And that is going to be the encounter. Amara's eyes fade back to their regular color. She's panting, but she is still conscious. Oh god, I picked her up. Are you okay, baby? <laughs> Dabbledob is covered in blood, uh, his fingers still somewhat blue from the blast of icy cold. Gragrock, your axe is covered in blood. Slime seems to relish in the fight. Gentlemen, congratulations <sighs> on defeating the bats. 
I'm glad, I'm glad we defeated them. I'm a little disappointed Slime didn't make its big debut, but mm. we'll hold on to that one, I guess. Fair enough. Just uh, building. Yeah. It's just building. Yeah. We didn't even keep track of Slime points, but it didn't matter because I knew they were going to die before they explode anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for participating in today's episode. Uh, listeners, thanks so much for listening in. It, it's been an absolute blast. We had Tyson and Fievel fighting off nine of these bat creatures, Dabbledob, Gregory, and Amara facing down against six of them on their ascent. Up to these. <laughs> three of us? There we was 67 up. of you. <laughs> hey, hey. There was only two that were doing anything. <laughs> it's, yeah. 67, buddy. That's true. I did not count Trebise, and I don't think we should, but... No, we definitely are. <laughs> he made moves. He made moves. He did something. He started the whole thing. Like, if he didn't, fight, if he didn't trigger that bat, we would have been... You know, oh, yeah, not walking up like yeah. it's like it's candy cane lane. You exactly. Been fine. Yeah, exactly. We would just would have went in and faced like four hundred all at once. Mm. Cone uh, of cold, <laughs> lighting, <laughs> lighting them up, baby. Who cares? All right, friends. So our heroes uh, still on their ascent up Toll Grand, but surviving the onslaught of the monstrosity and mutant bats. Before we leave things for today, I want to give a big shout out to Elderwood Academy. Check them out at elderwoodacademy.com and on Facebook, Elderwood Academy. They have fantastic dice boxes, hex chests uh, that are magnetic, all kinds of designs and wooden choices to choose from, whether it's cedar, pine, rosewood, anything else like that. I personally have one of the walnuts. I think they're very cool. In addition to that, check out Die Hard Dice at dieharddice.com. They have fantastic metal sets, poly sets as well as dice trays to roll in style. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much, whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night. I just want to say thanks so much for listening to the Dice C20. This is your DM signing out. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Peace. Crack-a-lackin'. <laughs>